0: Help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we, the Celtics? Who are we, the Celtics? Who are we, the Celtics? All, All right, Celtics fans, we are back. Another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DePlacito, and these Celtics beat the Atlanta Hawks 125-117. This game, probably a little closer than it should have been. Uh, I think the Celtics were favored by 12 points. Uh, come out up eight. And this is a game that, like, they were literally following us because they were that close. Uh, but Celtics so put it away. Good win. High powered offensive game, uh, which some people like. Some people don't like. I would have liked a couple more stops on the Celtics part. But offensively, this is a fun game to watch. Uh, Going to dive into today's game. Same as usual. Run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. And to get things started here, really want to give player of the game to Al Horford. This was an unbelievable performance from him. 14 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. Team high, 8 assists. Uh, Second highest on the team in rebounds, behind Tatum by 1. But team high in steals with 2, team high in blocks with 4. Very, very good game from him. Plus 12 on plus minus. What I loved most about Al Horford's game tonight was just the energy that he was playing with. So many times, he just made massive plays, like huge, huge plays. He had a steal on Trey Young, led the transition, got a nice transition dunk. Very rarely do we get blessed with an Al Horford dunk, but he got the steal, pushed the pace hard, and got a beautiful transition dunk had a great block on Johnson, almost went out of bounds, put, like ended up saving it, ends up getting a, a Peyton Pritchard 3, I believe, after that. So like he was just doing a little bit of everything. Defensively, he was great. Again, the two steals, the four blocks, you'll love to see it. Offensively, the dude was just lighting it up from beyond the arc early on in this game. Again, did struggle a little bit. Uh, in that fourth quarter, I think he missed his last two, maybe three attempts, uh, but he was really, really good. And when you talk about just ball mover, like that was him, in, like to a T tonight. Eight assists, just beautiful basketball for Mel Horford. A really, really good game overall. Love to see that. Uh, the next next guy here got to be Porzingis though. My God, Porzingis was unstoppable. Another super efficient night. 31 points on 19 shots. Just to put this into perspective, and this is not a, a great shooting night from Jason Tatum, but Jason Tatum, 20 points, so 11 less on two more shot attempts. 21 field goal attempts for Tatum versus the 19 for Porzingis. So Porzingis is just ridiculously efficient in this game. 31 points, three rebounds, and assist, two blocks. Only took four three-point attempts which is the stat that I like the most. Most of his game came in the post. Most of it came on whether it be alley-oop attempts or just finding the mismatch because Atlanta was going small at times. Uh, He just took advantage of everything. They had no answer for him whatsoever. Really fun game from him. Uh, But honestly, you've got a, a lot of pretty good contributions throughout the Celtics team tonight. Uh, one of the things that I really like, every Celtics player, like outside of Porzingis in the starting lineup, was had seven or six plus assists seven for Tatum, eight for Horford, seven for White, six for JB. Everybody was moving the ball well tonight, uh, which was part of the reason the Celtics had 33 assists on their 49 makes. Very, very good basketball on the offensive side. Uh, past the two bigs, I think the next best guy, probably JB. Shot selection, great. Only took 11 shots, though. Had it going, too, which is weird. Kind of surprised that we didn't see more scoring from JB in this one. But 15 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, a steal, only 2 turnovers. One of them was pretty stupid. Uh, but the rest of his game was, like, near flawless. Only took 2 3-point attempts. Like, this was JB getting into his bag early. He had 15 points at half. 15 points at half. So, didn't do a ton in the second half. Definitely Didn't score at all in the second half. Uh, but as far as the stat sheet's concerned, didn't really do a whole lot in quarters three and four. Uh, but the beginning of the game for him was great. Derek White, complete opposite. Beginning of the game, not so great. However, unbelievable fourth quarter for Derek White. He had nine points After the third quarter, he ended the game with 21. So he had 12 of the team's 30 points in that fourth quarter. Mr. Fourth quarter. The guy is just absolutely insane. Uh, Wide open three early in the fourth. uh, Like, I think 11 minutes left. So right literally in the beginning of it. Step back three to beat a shot clock going out. Corner three from Horford. Another three from Horford to go up 13. Had another block on Bogdanovich late in the fourth. The guy was literally doing everything tonight. Everything. Like I said, it wasn't a great shooting night for him to start, but he stepped up when the Celtics needed the scoring in a big way. Big, big way. So good game overall from him. Jason Tatum, hit or miss. We'll talk about him in both scoring-wise. Stepped up in the fourth quarter. I'll give him credit there. Had 13 points after the third. Added another seven. In the fourth, couple of big shots, move the ball. Well, already talked about that with the seven assists, nine rebounds solid, right? Overall, there were still some weaknesses in his game. Talk about those later. Uh, but outside of that, again, I think this is another game where you got pretty good contributions from both Hauser and Pritchard. Hauser, 10 points, five rebounds, uh, two of six from three. But the de- defense from him was fantastic tonight. I thought he moved his feet really, really well. There were a couple of possessions. He locked up Trey Young. He locked up Sadiq Bey a couple times. Like, Sam Hauser had a very good defensive game. And obviously, shot the ball pretty well also. So, good overall game. Peyton Pritchard doesn't jump out at you on the stat sheet. Eight points, two rebounds, two assists to steal. Uh, good overall numbers from him. But really made his big impact in the third quarter. Had six of his eight points in that third quarter. So really solid overall quarter for him. Uh, But again, contributing, making his presence known. Love to see it. Cornette, again, not a a stat sheet jumping numbers, but 4.6 rebounds, did catch a nice alley-oop, had two blocks. Overall, you'll take this. You'll take it. We'll talk about the Celtics adding an additional depth big in the second half here. But overall, this is a solid game. Again, you'd like to see the Celtics clamp down a little bit more on defense. Gave up 117. It's a lot. This is an Atlanta Hawks team that has now scored 125 in like six straight games or something like that. Or 130. it might even be 135, and they gave up 125. So this is a really high-powered Hawks offense. And although we gave up 37 in the first and 30 in the second, we did buckle down a little bit in the second half. 23 in the third, 27 in the fourth. So the Celtics did a good job of taking advantage down the stretch. We played better defensively after a really bad, frankly, really bad first half defensively. So good game from the Celtics. It wasn't perfect, but overall, I mean, you look, having 33 assists in a night, you'll take that, All right? Want to talk about some of the negatives I'm not going to talk about it for too long, because I do want to talk about Xavier Tillman uh, briefly. Before we dive into that, though, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. If you're looking to buy or sell in the near future, meet Deb Burke, your trusted realtor at Compass Real Estate, serving Massachusetts and New Hampshire. With a passion for finding dream homes, Deb is committed to making your real estate journey a breeze. Whether you're buying or selling, Deb's got your back. Reach out today at 978-930-4621 or email deb.burke at compass.com to start your next chapter. Let's turn your real estate dreams into reality. Are you tired of insurance options that leave you feeling lost in the dark? Look no further than Joe Lyman of Brightway Insurance. Joe goes above and beyond to find the perfect coverage for you. So whether it's homeowners, renters, car, commercial, or even pet insurance, joe make sure you're protected where and when it matters most contact joe at joe lyman at brightwayinsurance.com today and let him brighten your path to peace of mind so whether you're driving working out or just relaxing make sure to check out joe lyman at brightway insurance brightway insurance your beacon in the world of insurance hey boston celtics fans are you ready to experience the thrill of an epic game at the td garden Look no further than SeatGeek, your go-to source for the best Celtics tickets in town. With SeatGeek, finding the perfect seats to catch all the Celtics action has never been easier. From courtside to the nosebleeds, they've got it all, and they've got it at the best prices. Plus, they even rate every deal on a scale of 1 to 10 to help you find the best value. But here's the deal. When you use the special promo code VSN, you'll get an exclusive discount. So why pay more when you can use VSN and save on your Boston Celtics tickets? All right, so want to dive into some of the negatives. Uh, and I know I already kind of touched on this. Jason Tatum had a, an iffy night. It was fine, right? Obviously, stat wise 29-7, you'll take that on most nights. Shot selection was horrible. And this is the one thing that I've kind of been giving him a hard time for the majority of this season. I don't like all the step-back threes, and more than 50% of his shot attempts came from beyond the arc in this game. 8 of 21 overall, which already, not very good, but he was 2 of 13 from 3. So if you do the math on the rest of it, he was 6 for 8 inside the arc. Those are good numbers. He got to the rim a good amount and finished almost everything at the rim. So it's not a horrible, horrible game. It's just, if you take away some of the bad three-pointers, this is a really solid game overall for him. The three-pointers just were not falling. In the fourth quarter, he did hit one, and I I said that, I think, earlier. But then he also missed, I think, three other step-back threes. So you don't like to see it. Like, all of these shots, these are the— like, when people complain about the Celtics chucking up too many threes— Those are the threes that we're talking about. All of the step-back threes, those aren't good shots. The nine three-point attempts that Al Horford took, those are great shot attempts because he's open on almost all of those. Kristaps Porzingis, the four that he took, two of them, corner threes. Four, pretty good good shots. Jalen Brown only took two. One of them was a kind of a heat-check pull-up, not a good shot, whatever. That's only one shot. Derek White, 5 of 10. Again, the majority of his also are pretty good shots because he's wide open, right? It's the step-back threes that bring the total, like the three-point total number higher, and that's the reason that people start giving the Celtics so much shit. And instead of blaming it on Tatum, they blame it on Missoula, saying that that's Missoula ball. It's not Missoula ball. We've talked about this already. Listen, overall, there's not there's not too many negatives to take from today's game offensively, I think the Celtics were excellent. Take away some of the step-back threes from Jason Tatum, even better, right? Defensively, definitely left a lot to be desired in the first half, but they buckled down. Giving up, what's that, 23? So that's 50 points in the second half. You'll take that. 50 points in each half, 100 points. That's a really good game defensively. It was just a horrible first half defensively. The Celtics still gave up 13 offensive rebounds. You'd like to see that number a little bit lower. But overall, not the worst number in the world. Turnovers, 14 turnovers for the Celtics. Again, like to see that number a little bit lower as well. Not the end of the world. Overall, offensively, they moved the ball really well. Defensively, needed to clean up the first half. They did it in the second. You move on. Uh, Overall, good win. Celtics improved to 39-12 and on the season. Continue to push their lead in the Eastern Conference here. Uh, Cleveland is on an absolute tear. Won again tonight, so five-game lead over them currently. But six games over the Bucs and the Knicks. Philly lost again. We've got an eight-game lead over them. So uh, there are not a lot of games left in this season. The Celtics just continue to roll which is what you want in this at this point in the season. Just continue playing like this. Go into the all-star break strong. All you can ask for. Uh, good overall game. With that being said, the Celtics did make a trade today. Trade deadline is tomorrow at 3 p.m. Celtics were not silent. I'm not going to say it's a huge acquisition, but the Celtics traded two second-round picks along with Lamar Stevens to the Memphis Grizzlies for Xavier Tillman. Now, some of you might know the name hey, Tillman. He's played pretty well in Memphis. He is a 6 foot 7, I believe, power forward averaging, I think 6 and 4, not really doing a ton there. Uh good defense, good defensive player. He's a less offensively gifted version of Al Horford. Like what he can provide, he could be the potential Al Horford replacement. Uh the dude is a free agent after this season. However, the Celtics acquired his bird rights, so they have the ability to extend him, uh, which is which is good. Could be a really cheap contract. And if you're the Celtics right now who have a lot of top-end talent, any talent that you can bring in on minimum-ish type deals is very important, especially if they can actually contribute. I don't know where he fits in this rotation, I don't think he's—he he's, doesn't play the same role as a Peyton Pritchard or Sam Hauser. Uh, and I don't really know that you're going to put him in at center very often either, frankly. I mean, you can put him in at power forward. You can go with him at the five in a really small ball lineup, uh, which, again, it's definitely possible we've seen that before. I mean, oh, we've seen small ball lineups with Tatum at the center. Probably not going to happen a ton. Uh, so maybe we see him get a little bit more minutes than, I don't know, Keita. I don't know if he automatically jumps above Luke Cornett in the rotation. Uh, they did give up two second round picks. You know, the part that I do like about this is because we shipped off Lamar Stevens, which is a good, is a good idea, right? He wasn't playing here. I'm sure Memphis will love to have him, considering they have absolutely nobody that is healthy. So he might actually go and start for a couple of games, which hell of a big difference from being the, I don't know, 13th guy on the Celtics roster. Uh, but because we traded away Lamar Stevens and it was a, a clean swab, one for one, we still have an open roster spot, which means the Celtics could still bring in someone on the TPE without shedding any other salary or... They have the ability to add Kada to a standard contract once the playoffs come around. I wouldn't be opposed to that. We've seen Kata give pretty good minutes here and there. He still has the ability to go out, play 50 games before he's converted, or he just will not be able to play anymore for the Celtics. But he hasn't hit that 50-game mark yet, and he also has the ability to make a playoff rotation if they sign him to a standard contract. So doing the one-for-one one swap is smart on Brad Stevens' end because he has the ability to maintain uh, and potentially convert Kata down the line. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised. There are still some rumors floating around there uh, that the Celtics might be making another move. At this point, I think this is, a, is an upgrade. Tillman definitely can give you more than what Lamar Stevens was giving, which is... Literally nothing. Uh, But we did give away two second-round picks for it. It's assets, right? Uh, But overall, it's an upgrade talent-wise. You'll take it, you move on. But that is all for today. The Celtics, again, trade deadline is tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Celtics play Friday against the Wizards. Uh, I would expect Xavier Tillman to be ready. He was doubtful in today's game. Uh, With Memphis before the trade went through. But doubtful usually means you're expected to come back the next game. So I would expect to see him suited up for Friday against the Wizards with it being the Wizards and them being a total crop shoot. He might actually get some meaningful minutes uh, to see how he meshes with the rest of these guys. So it could be a good game for him to get started. Uh, If any other trades happen, we'll be back on Friday. We'll be able to talk about all of it. But for now, we're going to wrap things up. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. You could help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we to Celtics? Who are we to Celtics? Who are we to Celtics?